Welcome to another episode of Growth Marketers Podcast. I am Solomon Timothy. And I am Taylor Rowe. Today's topic, we explore the idea of traffic. We talked to a lot of different business owners, marketers, entrepreneurs, even other agencies. And a lot of times the question is revolving around like, what are you going to do to help me drive more traffic to my website? And what we found is that traffic is not always the problem. And a lot of times, especially if you have an existing website that has existing traffic, you have some metrics to look at in terms of, hey, we get X percentage of conversion rate in terms of sales or leads, revenue from the site. A lot of times traffic is really not the problem, at least more of the same kind of traffic. So in this podcast, we dove into the idea of traffic and why it may not be really your biggest issue or your only issue when it comes to improving the performance of the website. So enjoy. All right, Taylor. So we're back in the studio for another episode. Yep. Super excited. Uh, so this episode is called Traffic is Not Your Problem. Can you elaborate on what you mean by that? Sure, sure. I mean, it's not my problem. It's your problem. <laughs> Traffic is not my problem. No, I think what we see a lot of times is websites, companies, they have a substantial amount or a decent amount of traffic to their website, and they always just want more traffic, right? Mm-hmm. Like we know that attention is the name of the game when it comes to marketing. So we're always looking for more. What I mean by and what we mean by traffic is not the problem is that there's so many variables that impact whether or not your marketing campaign, whether your website is effective. And I think it starts with defining what effective and defining what success is, right? I think most organizations would agree that they're looking to drive revenue, whether that if you have an e-commerce site or you have a lead gen site, you're looking to drive revenue, which comes down to quality traffic, right? And then how that quality traffic is going to interact with your website. So having more traffic for the sake of driving traffic to the website is typically not the problem. You have to get the very beginning of how this traffic is finding the website. So essentially, what is that audience? Where are these visitors coming from? And what is the intent of their visit, right? If that is off from the beginning, then that's not going to be good either way, right? Because you have the wrong people or they're going there for the wrong reasons. Then you have to look at your messaging, right? You have to look at your messaging, how that aligns with the intent of that audience, of that user that's on the website, their pain points, what they're looking for, and the value of your product or service. Then you also want to look at things like if it's e-commerce or even if it's you know lead gen, you want to look at your price point, right? So your messaging, your price point, your reviews, all those kind of things. Then you want to look at your conversion path, right? How are they actually supposed to convert Is the form too long? Is it too hard to find? Is it not easy? Is there friction? We talk about removing friction all the way, all the time. So is there friction in the way? So that's just to get them to convert, right? Then you may have post-conversion process. Sales, people need to get on the phone. How easy is it to get a salesperson on the phone, right? How easy is it for them to find the information they're looking for? So there's so many variables that I see are wrong. And the answer, a lot of times people think is, I just need more traffic. I need some more traffic, right? Or any more SEO. Right. If I have um, 5,000 visitors to my website and my 5,000 visitors equals three customers a month, then I need 10,000 visitors or I need 20,000 visitors. So it's always just more and more and more and more traffic. And what I'm saying is traffic is probably not the problem, right? Sometimes it's not even the marketing problem. It might be a sales problem because of that post-conversion process that I just talked about. But there's so many variables that impact what success is in driving revenue, that you have to be able to identify and isolate each one of those variables so that you can test and you can improve and you can look at, okay, here's my entire funnel, if you will, which I'm not a big proponent of funnel, but it's the best way to visualize it. Of yep. 
hey, from one end to the other end, how do we get people to get to, you know, from point A to point B is here's all the different data points and here's all of those conversion metrics. Where's the leakage essentially? Where's the issue? We have a ton of traffic, but we don't have high conversion rates. Then you have to look at where the traffic is coming from, the intent of that traffic, and you have to look at the conversion process and the messaging. So like there's so many things within that, that you could dissect and identify and test that you can't just blame it on the fact that we need more traffic. And traffic is, I would say, 70% of the time is not the issue. Again, we're assuming you already have traffic, enough traffic on your website to be successful. Uh, if you have zero traffic, then traffic is most certainly the problem. Yeah. But if you, you know, whatever kind of business and you have 5,000 visitors or 50,000 visitors, uh, it could be, yeah, it could be that there's other issues that are plaguing you other than just I need more traffic. And maybe for starters is looking at the quality of traffic to make sure it's got the that traffic figured out and then looking at like you said how many conversions are you getting right from that traffic right so then it might be the immediate thing is if you're getting three customers from 5000 then there's a problem just yeah. using that example which probably true for right. some businesses you get 5000 visits you get three clients right there right. is a definitely a conversion problem in my opinion then there's a lot of unqualified visitors going to that website and then start getting deeper and deeper into that funnel. Right. Yeah. And I had a, a conversation with a client the other day that they were not interested in investing more into SEO because they had tried SEO in the past and it didn't result in the type of uh, customers that they were looking for, but rather they wanted to invest into SEO because they, they wanted more traffic, but they thought they knew what they were doing. And when we looked at actually where the traffic was coming from, it was blog posts that were completely irrelevant topics, like about a local art fair or this or that. Of like, yes, they were successfully driving traffic, and they, in their minds, were testing the idea of can we write a blog post that grabs attention and drives traffic? And now these people are learning about our company, right? They were thinking of it more like right. an advertising kind of a thing, awareness campaign, right? The audience had nothing to do with the business, the type of business. So that's where we're looking at. Hey, it's not traffic; it's the type of traffic that you need to. Drive. We right. need to focus on this audience rather than the traffic and not identifying that again, you can focus on the wrong parts of the funnel because you could then they could say, well, we need to get these art fair people to convert on our website. So what's an offer that, you know, aligns right. with art and that you could completely continue to do the wrong things by trying to convert the wrong visitors. And if you do improve those metrics of converting them, then your sales numbers are going to go down even further. Right. So you're right. just going to go double down on the wrong activities. So you need to identify what is the actual issue. It's in this case, it was very simple because they only had one blog post that was really driving any traffic. And it was like 90% of their traffic and it was hundred wow. percent irrelevant traffic. So, so no it was point. really easy to identify. I mean, honestly, you just could delete that page, post. right? I mean, yeah. so in that case, it wasn't that they needed more of that traffic. It was identifying what kind of traffic they need and really actually needed less of that traffic in order to test the other variables of their conversion path. Yeah, otherwise you have a very low conversion rate and a ton of traffic. Hey, thanks for listening. Solomon here. Are you frustrated because you're not getting enough inbound leads? You're worried that the leads that you're getting are not qualified or Maybe you're disappointed in the conversion rate from the leads to customers, right? It's really, really low. Well, I got good news for you. 
I talk to business owners every single day. You're not alone. All right, businesses go through this when there is a lack of strategy sometimes. Uh, maybe the approach isn't appropriate for your situation or sometimes you got all of those things right, but it was just poor execution. I'll tell you what, head over to oneims.com and fill out one of our forms. Talk to one of our consultants. That's all we do. We talk to business owners day in and day out. Share with us your challenges and see if we're a fit, right? See if we can find you a solution to your growing pains. You know, our hope here at OneIMS, and especially with this podcast, is to give you the tools, the technology, the ideas, the strategies, everything we possibly can for you to succeed. All right. So thank you for listening. And let's get back to our topic for the day. Well, like I said, different companies. I think every single company, they definitely should revisit their post-conversion. Mm-hmm. I would say, I mean, I, I get the marketing company can help you all the way to getting the conversion. But then after that is a black hole. Would you agree? Because right. you don't know what actually happens on a per lead basis. Is there follow-up that's happening on a CRM system? Is the information up to date? Is there a nurture sequence? And like you said, what do they say on the phone? What is being discussed? Is the pricing competitive? Right. I mean, I, I can uncover a million opportunities right. yeah. as soon as that lead enters the sales department. Right. Yeah. And it's always something that should be like the tracking and reporting is always important because you want to establish some sort of baseline so that you know where we can start to manipulate the results here. The other thing is like, I can think of just as many examples of like, hey, you don't actually have a sales problem. You have a marketing and communications problem as I can think of. You don't have a marketing and traffic and lead gen problem. You have a sales problem, right? right. It's like 50-50. seems like that's always a thing. So it's easy to kind of, you know, pass the blame back and forth. And I don't think that's what we're trying to do here. It's just identify objectively really what is that problem. issue? What is that problem? And like you mentioned, you can look at if you're confident that this is the right audience, the right messaging, we're creating leads, we're generating leads, and you have the data to support that. You can look at the form submissions, you can look at the phone calls, and you can listen, maybe even listen to the phone calls, say, hey, these are quality leads that are asking the right questions, and we're completely butchering the sales process, right? At the same time, you can flip that scenario, and we can say, hey, we're getting all these leads, and we have all these salespeople are following up, and we're having demos, and we're trying to sell software, and nobody is buying anything, right? And so now we're going to invest more into the sales team, and we're going to hire more salespeople because they can't keep up with all the leads. And you might reverse engineer that and say, hey, it's not actually a sales problem. This is a marketing communications problem because we're converting people maybe too high, too top of the funnel, and they're not ready to buy. They don't know what they're doing. We're sending the wrong traffic and we're calling everybody who downloads an ebook. Correct. And now we or- need 50 sales reps because we get so many people downloading ebooks, but only half a percent of those leads actually turn out to be customers. So now we're paying all these salary. For, and nobody's selling anything because they have to have a hundred leads in their pipeline a piece in order to yeah. generate a deal, right? So if you identified that correctly, then you would say, hey, let's give these ebooks away for free. Let's further educate from a marketing communications perspective, further educate our prospects, and then clearly communicate where that conversion point should be. Is like when you're ready to talk, you want to sign up for a demo. And now maybe we only get 10% of the leads that are coming through. But well, that means we also only need 10% of the sales, sales reps. People. I love that. And we're focusing on now our sales reps that are the best. We're giving putting our best people on that call for the people that are actually Correct. interested. The, our audience is more educated. And now we're focusing on the right metrics. We're focusing on the right people. We're not wasting time. So that's where like your point about having the right data is going to be so valuable because 
then you can make the right decisions on where is the actual problem? Where do we need to spend our efforts and focus our efforts? And it might not just be one. I mean, realistically, a lot of companies have marketing problems, sales problems, technical issues on their website, you know, issues with the ads, is sending the traffic, the audience is wrong, messaging is wrong. There's a lot that could be wrong. But if you don't track any of it, you're not going to know where to even start. Uh, and so, again, a lot of times it's not just I need more traffic. I think that can help identify some of those issues because it can accelerate it to some extent. But traffic is a lot of times not the problem. There's so many other issues and so many other challenges that they need to overcome. Absolutely. And if you could fix the traffic problem, like hypothetically, if you had that blog with the unqualified, their sales would be significantly and drastically different. Yeah. I think that's the easiest thing to fix the traffic, making sure you have the right audience. For me, then everything else becomes easier because that you eliminate that from the possibility of, hey, this is the issue. Like if you know the only people coming to your website is a very targeted list of keywords that you've already approved from Google AdWords. Same thing with SEO. It's a very tight keyword strategy. You know the audiences that you selected on Facebook and LinkedIn are your audience. You know everyone that's following you on social media is your audience, right? Because then everything else becomes easy because like, even if nobody converted on that post, I know that all 100 clicks, if it was only 100 or if it was 1,000 or if it was a million, I know all of them are relevant, right? right? So now I know my problem is my landing page. And this messaging didn't really align with what they clicked on because they clicked on it, they thought it was going to be valuable, then they didn't convert. So my messaging, my offer, my form, something doesn't matter with my landing page. It's not the traffic because I've already got that squared away. So to me, I think once you identify that, everything else becomes easier because now you've identified what those issues are. So again, wouldn't it be a traffic issue if there's only 100 visitors coming to your website? If they're all your ideal customer profile, then... It's not the problem. Yeah. Don't need more of it. I love it. That's awesome. And sometimes people do worry that they have too few visitors. No. I mean, like, you don't need to worry. Who are the visitors? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's fantastic. Or if you have tools, they'll tell you the same visitors came back, Mm -hmm. you know, and uh, they revisited the website. That's good. You now have loyalty. Right. (laughs) That's exactly what you want. The type of traffic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Any final thoughts? No, I think if you're a marketer and you're looking at, you know, how to get more traffic, how to get more traffic. We're not saying that you're wrong with that mindset, but we're just saying, look at what you have available to you, right? Look at the traffic we have today. How do we maximize this? Correct. And it it does come down to setting some goals in terms of what metrics you want to measure. I think a lot of times marketers are measuring the wrong metrics. So then all of a sudden you have to make changes and adjustments because our click-through rate isn't high enough, our conversion rate isn't high enough, our bounce rate is too high, too low, whatever that is. Like, compared to what, right? Like, what are you trying to accomplish? And again, it's not always just drive more traffic for the sake of driving traffic. Uh, In a lot of scenarios that we see with websites that we inherit that already have traffic, there's so much that can be done from just a user experience perspective, messaging, you know, UX, UI kind of flow to the site, conversion path. I mean, there's so many areas we can just capitalize on our existing audience and our existing traffic that we don't need to see a 20% increase in traffic to see a 20% increase in sales, right? We could see, you know, X percent increase in conversion rate. We can make better experience. We can just just look at the content, rewrite the content in a way that better fits that audience and that traffic. There's a lot that can be done. So if you're a marketer, you're struggling with that, you know, how do I drive more traffic? A lot of tools and resources. We have other podcasts about how to drive more traffic, but all we're saying here is 
let's take a step back and kind of question, do I really need, is, is traffic going to solve my problems, right? Am I just going to throw more fuel on this fire of, uh, you know, a garbage can, burning garbage can of a marketing yep. strategy, or are we going to actually uh, make progress here? Absolutely. Thank you guys for um, checking out this podcast. It's certainly appreciate the feedback. Um, if you have more questions, reach out to us. You can go to our website, oneims.com. And also, if you want to check out other episode, is oneims.com slash podcast. Give a thumbs up, like, comment, share this episode. If your good friends or you know your colleagues want to hear more about the fact that traffic isn't the problem, although we definitely want quality traffic, but it is not the only problem that's holding you back from the sales that you're looking for. All right. Thanks a lot. And we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. All right. So if you enjoyed this episode, here are five things that you could do to help us. Number one, make sure you click that subscribe button so you never miss another show. Number two, share this with a friend that you know needed to hear this. And three, leave us a comment. We love hearing your thoughts, your ideas, things that you've learned so others can learn from you. And four, if you have a topic that you'd like us to cover, let us know so we can put that in our notes and share our insight All right, for our next episode or the one after that. And finally, you guys, join other growth marketers. Head over to oneims.com and check out all the resources that we have made just for you. I'm talking guides, webinars, blogs, videos, anything that can help you become a growth marketer. All right. So thanks a lot for joining us this week on the Growth Marketers Podcast, and I will see you next time.